I'm talking about Donald Trump, but we are going to get into that later. It's also a big week because we will be joined by Jeremiah, like the Bible, all week. Hello. We got DJ Nails. Nails, how was your weekend? Anything special uh, to report? Um, so you know, just, by any bears? Like, no, no, I, no, I didn't get attacked by no bears, no gators, no pelicans, none of that. I was home for the weekend for the uh, for the homegoing services of a, a close family friend, um, and I, I, I spent a lot of time with my family too, my immediate family. So I got that whole cup of love refilled up. I'm ready. I'm ready for the week. You know, today you know, normally I don't like Mondays, but guess what? Damn it, I'm good about this Monday. <laughs> it's gonna be a good Monday. There was also a uh, there was a homegoing service of sorts for the University of Miami in the Final Four. Oh um, my God! Yeah, yeah. Look at you. <laughs> Check you out. Didn't, <laughs> didn't Check you out. I watched yeah. the whole game and I was like, so y'all just gonna? And they were so there were so many times where they were like, we're coming back. This is a stop. Interception. Interception. And it just they could never quite get over that hump. Could never quite. But interception. Nonetheless. <laughs> Uh, you know, you as a Miamian, I want to acknowledge the effort that was made. The effort Old that was made. state of Florida rep this weekend. All right. So what do we got for the people? All right. Coming up, we got some blaggerant news. All right. So Trump get expected to be in the court tomorrow with this indictment, plus Erica Badu. She's going to tell you what these politicians really mean when they say the word woke. Also, we got a group chat convo starter. Um, for those who are married or want to be, marriage is not the end goal, it's the starting point. Hmm, we got some audio to put forth to you to see if you agree. So we're gonna get into that as well. Also wanna remind you that you can stay connected to us on socials at Seal Said It, and you can always call us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We are off to the races on another Monday, the first Monday of April. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is you know what guys? I don't even know how did we get here? It was New Year's last year. <laughs> Yesterday. All right, this is the Amanda Still Show, y'all. Join us to listen, laugh, and learn, because we ain't going nowhere, and either should you. Listen, there was a lot of big talk last week. There was a lot of big talk last week. I ain't going. They can't make me go. Don't nobody hold me down. Right? Then there was DeSantis. I will not support an extradition of Trump and blah, blah, blah. He gonna be in New York. Okay? <laughs> he gonna be in New York. He gonna be there. And the reality is, is that this has to happen. I have been someone who kind of flip-flopped in terms of like my original thoughts about him getting arrested. And then at first I was like really excited. And I was like, oh, I can't wait. I was like salivating at the mouth. I was petty for the people for this to happen. But then I started thinking about like, dang, but this could actually end up giving him more power. This could actually giving him more energy. You know, his, his, his uh, following are idiots. And this is the type of thing that would make them actually like him more and trust right. him more. Mm, right. So then I thought, okay, well, maybe this isn't a good thing. But then I've landed back at the reality that on a basic level, if there are laws and they're laws that are just logic based, they're not subjective, right? The law is if people donate to you for a particular purpose, then the money should only be used for that purpose. That to me is cut and dry. People donated to him for his campaign. He used the campaign money to pay off a stripper. Y'all see how that's a problem? We got to lock, we got to lock you down for that. We got to we got to at least inconvenience you significantly. We got to at least inconvenience you significantly. So I think it's good that he is actually being arrested and arraigned for these issues because there's been too much Teflon donning and going on for too long. Definitely, definitely. I think I'm just happy to see the spirit of Richard Nixon alive and well, the spirit of law and order. <laughs> ah. You know, he was notorious for like cracking down 
on, on the criminals, and now the criminal is Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's been so many black people who have um, endured unjust or petty um, jail time. So you know what? Shout out to the justice system for get, for slapping the largest or largest, no pun intended, um, <laughs> one of the <laughs> biggest figures of the right with this crime. You know, this jail time. So it's a big old wrist to slap. That's a big old wrist. <laughs> Maybe they was taking McDonald's on his way to jail. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's already looks like he is a, just a, a wrong step away from a heart attack. Nails, what you think? I, I know a lot of people say, yo, man, they shouldn't charge him because it's going to make him more popular. It's going to separate the country. No, if you don't charge him, is the United States a country of laws? Is that, Are you showing the people that there's somebody above the law? Yeah, if you don't charge him. But finally, we do actually see somebody, a middle-aged white man that's rich, being charged in the United States. Surprise. Well, first of all, I think it is incredibly generous um, for you to refer to him as middle age. Uh, this is uh, <laughs> an old AM. Okay, he's an OAM. And that's an old man. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know, there's been like this narrative like, well, if they do it to him, they can do it to you. Uh, yes, uh, they, yeah, yes, they always do it to everybody. That is not in the 1%. Like exactly. people are in jail for weeks off of car parking tickets. So <laughs> yes, if they can do it to him, they will do it to you because they've been doing it to you. Ain't nothing going to change. Mm. He, actually, what we are happy to see is that like all of you, like both of you have said, he should have the repercussions of his actions be met. And the expectation that they shouldn't be because of his position is actually the most un-American thing, according to what they can, what they like to say America is about. It is the most un-American thing ever. So we will see him tomorrow. Uh, you know that mugshot is going to be everywhere. It's going to be on mugs. It's going to be on t-shirts. Somebody's going to get a tattoo on their neck like create like Sean. Rock. Very rapper of him. It's very rapper. It's very rapper. He might, knowing him, he might even put out a record. All right. You already put did. out a record. Well, speaking of uh, <laughs> speaking of putting out records, when we get back, Erica Badu says that this is what she thinks politicians really mean when they say woke. So we'll get her to break it down for all of us when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It is Monday. I'm Nails. That is Amanda Seals. And our guest who is on the show today. Mr. Jeremiah, like the Bible. Now, we had a lot of conversation last week uh, about the term woke, right? You know, a lot of politicians are trying to throw that word around, and we know what they mean when they say woke. And Erica Badu was doing an interview with MSNBC's Ari Melber, and she broke it down to what she says woke is. Florida is where woke goes to die. I think they mean black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just another way to say thug or something else, right? You know, once something goes out in the world, it takes a life of its own. It's an energy of its own. I can tell you what woke means. Please. It just means being aware, being in alignment with nature. Because if you're in alignment with that, you're aware of everything that's going on. And it's not only in the political arena. That means with your health. That means in your relationships. That means in your home. That means in your car means Mm. in your sleep Uh, okay so i do agree with erica about this idea well the reality that like when they're saying woke these people on the right on the right are they using it like a euphemism for black and they're basically just trying to say that but i think her definition of woke is also like a more expanded definition than what it actually meant from day one which was having a consciousness about the uh discriminatory and the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Basically, the idea that you need to be aware and conscious of the discriminatory practices that are being done against black folks. And then that got mm-hmm. expanded. Right. So then it became around just then it became about BIPOC folks and then it became about fringe communities. Right. And it became mm-hmm. about the they're just the knowledge that there is an oppressive system that is in the way and you need to be woke in order to fight it. Mm-hmm. Um But we've also seen like what she said, the word gets co-opted once it's out there and it can become something else. And nine times out of 10, once it's out there and it becomes something else, it's because white people don't got it, grabbed a whole of it, twisted it, turned it, flipped it, smacked it up, flipped it, rub it down. down. 
and now the word don't mean <laughs> anything like what it was. And that's how a word that was originally about acknowledging the, the, the disparities of black folks in an oppressive system now is a part and now is suddenly about how if you do that, that's a problem, which is wild. And then you have like the further extent of that which I had a conversation with someone on the plane about, which is like, oh, when people are saying that you can't, there's kind of this idea that you can be overwoke. Like the people who are just mm-hmm. hyper offended by anything. As a comic, I can relate to that, but I don't think that's about being woke. I think that's just about being neoliberal and people virtue signaling all the damn time. I just that's love it. I think also, I think the right and conservatives are just really about like, you know, they have a way of like taking words and running with them. That's like their whole like um, campaign strategy. Like how can we take a word and make it something? You, you look at like CR, CRT, critical race theory, which is not what it, they say it is, but they've used it as yeah. uh, a rallying cry. So I think anytime they can find a word to latch onto and flip it, they go do that. Bingo. <laughs> you said in 2022, it was CRT in 2024 is woke. But one thing I love about this next generation is they're wearing the word woke as a badge. So Go ahead, Gen Z, hold us down. Listen, I'm, I've been woke. I also don't know that she, I don't know if she was the one who created woke. I'm just saying. Stay like, woke. Stay, I remember stay woke, but I, I feel like I had been aware of that word before that song. But people were like, whether you were aware of it or not, they feel like she popularized it and put it into the zeitgeist in a bigger way. And by you guys' silence, you are going to just go along with that and say, yeah, that's what it is. All right, there it is. Stay woke. <laughs> that is what it is. Well, you know what? When we come back, um, none of us here are married, but we're going to talk about marriage because we got some group chat to have about whether marriage is the starting point or is it the end goal or is it either? Well, you know what? Once again, we're going to start that topic right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. We'll be talking about that next. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals. And uh, we we ran across this on the Instagrams, okay? You're joined here today by me, DJ Nails, Jeremiah Like the Bible. None of us are married, but I think it's worth talking about because so many of you guys are not only just not only married, but are also aspiring to. So I want to hear if you all agree with this concept. The reason why marriages today are in trouble is because people think it's the end goal instead of the starting point. You think you won the race when no, that is just registration table. A lot of us spent more time planning a wedding, but we didn't go to therapy before. We didn't actually map out a plan. We said those traditional vows that wasn't even specific to us. We didn't even make a covenant with each other. So my point is, I want everybody to think about that. Marriage is not the end goal, it's the starting point. The end goal is not me marrying you. The end goal is me dying married to you. But I thought this was obvious. I didn't realize this was like something that folks was missing. I thought that was like, yeah, this is the beginning. That's why we do anniversaries to chart the course of our continued commitment to each other, which was going to require doing, you know, upkeep and whatnot. Am I missing something? Maybe I didn't get the memo. I don't think so. I think a lot of people, though, also are very into the wedding and like yes. the fairy tale of it all. So it's like, we had a wedding. Now it's happily ever after. But it's like, no, there's actually a part two, three, and four, and five, and six of this whole, like, marriage thing. Yeah, like, you just ended a book. Yes. Now it's a new book in the series. Right, exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a new chapter in the book. That's what that is. Just like you said, a lot of people, Jay, they, they think that the big blow-off is the wedding, but that's why a lot of these marriages in 2023 aren't lasting that long. And we've had that conversation, Amanda. I mean, I think it's just the reality is that folks are still very unhealthy and not doing their own work on themselves. And even when they get in a marriage, they think that it's really just about like, okay, now we're now we're married. Like we only need to do marriage work, but you still as an individual need to be working on yourself when, whether you're in a marriage or a committed relationship, like your self work never stops, mm-hmm. never stops. It doesn't mean that you don't go to couples therapy. It doesn't mean that you don't have date night. It doesn't mean that you don't, you know, get couples massages or whatever, but your work as an individual is absolutely paramount. I'm going to say something that might be controversial. All right. And I've heard this from one of my good friends who's actually still in his marriage from college. Right. But most of the other ones not together no more. 
He said, my marriage is not, it's not my responsibility to make sure my wife is happy. It's my responsibility to make sure I'm happy, her responsibility to make sure she's happy, and we share our happiness together. That's what makes a happy, a happy home. I said, ooh, damn, you preaching. I don't know nothing about that. Yeah, though, no, it's also his responsibility to make his wife happy. Yeah, it's also his responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I only say that as like, I think it's both parties' responsibility to keep the peace, you know, and to do that in a real way that isn't fake and phony because you can't even sustain that. But I think that there's a responsibility that both parties have to knowing your partner, knowing mm. what makes them tick, right? Knowing what makes them happy, knowing what brings joy to them and signing up for doing that and knowing that like the, the efforts that you're making are not, uh, I hate when it's like, you must have to sacrifice. And it's like, listen, baby, if it feels like a sacrifice, to take the garbage out, we got a bigger problem here. You know, like I think what he means is this, this idea that like, I'm not responsible for my wife's feelings. And I yes, think yes. sometimes people feel like you need to make sure you need to make me happy. And it's like, if you're not happy, then no one can make you happy. Right. That's yeah, true, I think, that's I true. think that's what he's talking about. I think. All right. That was so all of us non-married people here agree. <laughs> got it. Glad, good talk. Good chat. Good chat. Uh, give me a call. one 855 amanda All you actually married people. Give me a call. one 855 amanda That's 1-855-262-6328. Is marriage the start? Are you at the registration table or is it the finish line? Because brother was talking. There was a whole woo of testimony from the audience. So hit me up. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Money-making Monday, Magic Monday. That's what we call them over here at the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Nails, that's Amanda Seals. And Jeremiah Like the Bible, which, by the way, if you want to join us on the uh, conversations that we have on here, some older episodes, maybe you want to chime in on the people verses. That's one of Jeremiah's segments right there. Call us up, 855-AMANDA-8, and sound off, 855-262-6328. Let's kick off the week by going to the phone lines. Y'all still talking about who would win in a versus battle between Lil Wayne or 50 Cent. Let's go to H-Town at 855-262-6328. Who you got, Lil Wayne or 50? Man, 50 Cent cannot beat Lil Wayne in the versus battle. This is DTB Crystal, Houston, Texas artist, and I'm saying here first, 50 Cent will never beat Lil Wayne in the versus battle. It will never be close. How many people in my generation actually know all the get rich or die trying? We don't even, we don't even know, Wankster. That's all I'm saying. And, and Lil Wayne got hit with everybody from Drake to Nicki. He, he used to take your song and remix it, and it'll be better than the original. 50 couldn't do that? Hey, man, this DTB Chris does time tonight, for sure. <laughs> he ain't lying about that one. <laughs> this is the thing, though. This is the thing. He's speaking from one perspective. He's already, like, said that. He's like, I don't know any 50 Cent songs, so how can you be so confident? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Because that generation is not just the deciding factor of That's whether true. or not somebody's going to win. That's true, but I do agree. I think Lil Wayne, go watch 50. But shout out to 50. We love power. We love what you're doing over there on the televisions of it all. See, Jeremiah's smart, but Jeremiah probably part of the same generation I'm part of, right? Correct. So <laughs> yeah, actually a generation behind. He sounds like he he's a part of listen, and I'm not even trying to swear for 50 here. I'm just saying, like, this is a man who you like, you just don't be knowing what he's gonna pull out. And that's the part of it for me, is that I I don't feel like anybody should ever sleep on a nigga that got shot nine times and a let and and stayed alive. And that's that's all I'm saying. Like y'all really sleeping on the wrong one. I mean, okay. I was excited when he came down from that like handstand during the Super Bowl. I was like, oh, 50. Still oh, here wow. with the spaghetti strap tank top. Still here. Still here. We are still here. Make sure you call us up 1855-Amanda 8. That's 1855-262-6328. Coming up next hour. After cursing not just a New Jersey woman, but the entire state of New Jersey out. Soldier Boy apologizes to them, sort of. We'll explain. <laughs> we got that. Plus the big up let down coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. Don't go nowhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No, we shaking up the
Show. Your girl Amanda Seals here, bringing you nothing but the facts and laughs on this lovely Monday. I hope everybody had a beautiful, restful weekend as we get into a new week. We got Jeremiah like the Bible chilling with us all week long. We got DJ Nails about to drop us with some Black Era news. What can the people look out for this hour on the show? In this whole battle between Dominion and Fox News, a judge just delivered a crushing blow to somebody on one of those sides. We'll talk about that this hour. Plus, after cussing them out, Soldier Boy apologized to New Jersey women. Kinda. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We also got a Pingo, Pingo. And more So make sure you keep it locked right here To the Amanda Seals Show And remember if you miss any of the show You can listen to our daily podcast Available wherever you get your podcasts Listen, laugh, and learn Because we are here at the Amanda Seals Show Out there, we are here having a good old time at the Amanda Seal Show. We got to get about to get in some black curate news. What is up with Delaware and this Dominion uh, defamation case against Fox News? A judge over in Delaware actually just told Fox News, you lied. <laughs> and they made false statements in that case uh, with Dominion uh, suing Fox News for lying, saying that they changed stuff for the 2020 election. So basically, they're going to go to trial. And that trial is scheduled to start on April 17th. Now, listen, this is really trippy because apparently um, Fox News also tried to make legal claims and the judge denied them. <laughs> so the judge was like, uh, get out of here. Hell no. So... The judge said, nah, Fox, you was wrong. They tried to argue that Dominion failed to prove they should be held liable for the falsehoods, et cetera. It's basic. Y'all was out here. Tasha, what's the, what's the one's name? What's her name? Tasha what? Tasha Scott. Y'all was out here, Tasha Scott and Dominion. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> okay. And now to me, it's Cardi B, y'all. I'm screaming. <laughs> you guys, oh. listen, that's the basic facts of what's going on. Now, my thing is, what is the real repercussions going to be for Fox News? Because you know they're not talking about this on their own network. Right. And you know, there used to be a law in 1984 that said that news news platforms, that, whether it's media of like visual mediums or newspapers or print mediums, all had to do fact-based, non-biased reporting. And so once mm-hmm. that was kicked out, that led the way for this. And I know that that was a master plan. I just know that was a master plan. I mean, is that part of this whole movement of everybody every other day calling themselves a journalist? Like, I feel like every time I get on the internet, someone's like, well, I'm a journalist. And that's why when I say things, it's important. Or when I spoke on this, I spoke, of it, spoke on it as a journalist. And it's like, y'all using that word real loose these days, especially when it comes to like these not just even like social media, but like even on these larger platforms like Fox News. It's like, is it journalism? It's entertainment, of course, but is it factual and actual things that are happening in the real world? Just because you say it doesn't make it fact. That's it. That's it. <laughs> also, like, I think people just be calling themselves journalists because it sounds cool. Because it sounds more official official than blogger or gossip columnist <laughs> or influencer or pundit, etc. But ultimately... Do you even know what a journalist does? <laughs> it looks good in their bio. It helps them get that blue check. <laughs> is the shade room journalism? The shade room is something. I don't know if it's journalism. Um, <laughs> but it's I don't I wanna call it journalism. It, it's it's mess, it's foolishness, it's engaging, it's content. I mean, ever so often they do like story stories, I feel mm. like, where they're trying to relay that this is a thing that happened. But you know what, you know what most people are? Aggregators. So an aggregator is basically somebody who is siphoning as a filter the news to their people or information to their people. Right. So they're aggregating like, you know, you'll see people who don't have any pictures of themselves on their Instagram page. It's all just memes Mm -hmm. or news stories, et cetera. So they're aggregating. They're basically just taking the pieces of it, of, of what's out here that they like and they're presenting it in their platform to the people. When a news story would come out and when, when the news really mattered to people <laughs> like being ethical, a news story would come out and then all of the other journalists would scramble to get additional facts that would make their reporting of the news story more valuable. Whereas mm. now folks just be like, Ooh, I'm going to say that, that headline too. Even if it's the wrong headline. Well, I've been a victim of that in real time. 
So I guess what we're all saying here is that Fox News is not the news. (laughs) (laughs) And when y'all be calling yourselves journalists, ask yourself, what did I do to be a journalist other than journal? (laughs) Moesha. Coming up next, Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, who I feel like really does need to start journaling because he needs to get centered, y'all. He needs to find his peace. He tried to apologize to an entire state, to New Jersey. And y'all, it just, it took a turn. We're going to play it for you right here when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Here we go on this money making Monday on the Amanda Seal Show. What's good, man? Your boy Nails here. And that right there is Jeremiah Like the Bible, who's joining us all this week. Right here with Amanda Seals. And let's talk about Soldier Boy. So last week you heard the video where we played it on the air for you. We even had you chime in. And a lot of you who listen on 100.3 WRNB over there in Philly and Jersey, they chimed in on this as well. When Soldier Boy was a little salty because people was choosing $250 in food stamps over dinner with him. But he tried to apologize for going off on Jersey. But it didn't really like turn out the way that we thought it was going to turn out. Check this out. It's your boy, Soldier Boy. I'm going live right now to shout out to all my all my fans in New Jersey. I felt like yesterday I overreacted on the video. I ain't even watched the video. I just seen the caption that was put in, and I went live and went off. See, look, I'm trying to be nice. He's talking about you banned from New Jersey. Hey, nigga, New Jersey. We are coming, blow that That's what I'm saying, man. I, I'm done trying to apologize. I'm done talking about New Jersey. Fuck all y'all fans. Suck my 24 seconds in. Y'all. 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 Why? Why? He said they're going to, he's going to come and blow the entire state up. That's what he said. It escalated very quickly. It was just like zero to a million. Real quick. <laughs> and also, why? Just like, this is why people want food stands instead of dinner with you. This is why. <laughs> I mean, that and also that age of like $50. So, I mean, you know, food stamps are like the logical. That's real. That's real. This day and age. That's, he better be careful up there. He, he in, uh, if he in Georgia, I mean, is he not watching what's going on with a lot of rappers in Georgia? That DA is not playing. He making these terroristic threats on social media, bro. Come on now. Listen, he better stay out of Jersey. That's what he (laughs) needs to do. Because I don't know what he know about Jersey, but he really got them messed up. Because Jersey don't play any kind of games. Okay? They have an entire town called Brick City. It's a city of bricks. Yeah. Not Brick City. Yes. Newark is Brick City. And... Y'all, they dirty jurors. I'm not playing with no place that is self-affirming themselves as dirty jurors. They will do you dirty, okay? Mm. So, uh, you know, <laughs> shout out to all our Jersey listeners. I know y'all are listening love to y'all. the show. And I know you're listening to him like, I dare you. <laughs> I dare you. Mm-mm-mm. Well, Soldier Boy, uh, don't come in here. Don't come to Jersey. Don't watch me. You around these parts. Because they will Superman you back to Atlanta. Okay? Back to Atlanta. So, I don't know. I thought that was, I thought that was a, you know, I love telling people to go to therapy. That is a person who needs to be doing serious therapy. Serious. Yes. Yes. Also, he shouldn't own any weapons. At all. Well, you know, it's easy to get appointments now, you know. Listen. (laughs) That man said he's going to come and blow up a whole state. On live. (laughs) <laughs> for people to watch and record. We got the clip right now on the Minnesota show. That's how fast that turned <laughs> The DA is listening. You're going to jail. You're going to jail. Yeah, <laughs> we're trotting you out. If Trump going, you going. <laughs> if it can happen to Trump, it can happen to you, soldier boy. Me. Y'all, I don't know. I feel like he is a psycho. But uh, we got the big up let down when we get back. Hit me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Don't go anywhere. Big up, big up. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. John Moran ain't got nothing on Soldier Boy. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the big up let down on the Amanda Seal Show. Big up, big up. 
To the Amanda Seals show on this Monday. I'm Nails. Jeremiah, like the Bible's here too, and Amanda Seals is here. It's time for the big up let down. What well, we're about to give some salutes and some blows. Who's getting a salute today, Miss Amanda Seals? Today's big up, big up goes to all the young folks headed off to college. This is one of my favorite times of year where people post the videos of them finding out they got into college. And I, it's just really like so dope to get to experience this joy with folks. This social media thing definitely has its its pitfalls, but this is one of them things that I think is really dope about social media. When we get to share in other people's expressions and uh, their experiences of joy. So we've been watching folks get into colleges. One thing I will say is that a lot of times people only put up when they got into a Ivy League school, but I want to see right. folks getting into their HBCUs that they're really excited to get into. I want to see just folks getting into college, right? Like Period. this was my mm-hmm. first choice and I got in, or this is my last choice and I got in, just getting in. So I really want to see these videos. Send them to me if you if you follow me on Instagram because I'll be watching all of them. I'll be in my bed crying like, yes, <laughs> she got in. And Devon is like, who who is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but she going to school. She going to school. She made it. She made it. So that is today's. Big up, big up. Today's. Letdown. Y'all, okay, I've only heard of this with black folks and, you know, telling ch- kids they got to cut their locks or they can't wear their hair in braids or cornrows. So there's a first grader who is, there are two, sorry, there are two Native American boys attending schools in the classical charter schools of America system in North Carolina who have been told that they must cut their long hair to comply with the system's grooming standards in order to return to class after spring break. One of the boys is literally a first grader. As a first grader, his mother has offended his long braid as an important part of their Waccamasuan, uh, I think I'm pronouncing that, Siouan tribe's heritage, and the hair is linked to spirituality. And so that should be the end of the conversation. But no, the letdown is the fact that the school is standing by that there are grooming standards for boys, that their hair must be neatly trimmed and off the collar, above the eyebrows, not below the top of the ears or eyebrows, and not in excessive height. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like a skinhead. That's what it sounds like. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what it sounds like. like. Man. And it really just boils down to the fact that like, so white people, y'all don't have anything attached to your hair in terms of spirituality. And so now you're putting it on everybody else. And, you know, there was a time where y'all were perming your hair every other day. And that wasn't something that kicked you out of school. And it should have because the frizz that was happening as you tried to ethnotize your hair with these chemicals was a damn shame, an embarrassment and a distraction to everybody else in the class. And they should have had that go down the way that you're making this go down with this young child and these other young children's hair. So I don't know. I didn't know. I've never heard of this happening with Native American children. I'm not surprised because, of course, America has been 1,000 million percent terrible to Native American children and would kidnap them from their families, would send them to schools and try and make sure that they can't speak their language and uh, try to make sure that they can't carry on the legacy of their tribes, et cetera. So this, to me, is just another extension of that, which is why it gets the let down. All right. What do you think about today's Big Up Letdown? Do you think there should be such a thing as quote unquote grooming standards at these schools? Or are they just basically trying to make people be less of their culture and more like them? Hit me up 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We're going to go to the phone lines when we get back. Listen, life and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you. Yo, Monday, Amanda Seals Show, Nails, Jeremiah Like the Bibles here this week, and Miss Amanda Seals right there, 855-262-6328. We always go through these phone lines so you can chime in. 855-AMANDA-8. Let's get to more of your Monday calls and have some of this fun today. We got somebody who wants to sing your theme song, Amanda. <laughs> Yo, DJ Nails. Yo, Amanda. We ain't nobody's fool. Mm-hmm. We shaking up the system. Hey. We write unwritten rules. Yeah, and we speak the world gon' listen. Right. Give it up, give it up, give it Never up. Heard it. We up, we up, we up. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> 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 
I thought he was about to spin a verse, honestly. I thought he was about to hit it with the remix. Like, we up and we here and we're rising above. <laughs> you know for real. <laughs> thank you for listening and thank you for memorizing the theme song. I truly appreciate it. You know, we put a lot into the sounds and vibes of the show. So we had somebody else call him the other day that knew the uh, ad libs for Black Eared News. For Black Eared News, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she That's was like, it. 10. <laughs> So that makes me feel good. That makes me feel good. Well, thank you for for serenading me. And, uh, you know, when I say we up, we up, we up, I mean, we are up on a high vibration. You know, we are up and we are, as Erica Badu said, we are woke, right? We are above the fray. We are above the smoke and mirrors. We are looking up to a higher ground. We up, we up, we up. Eventually, I'll write a whole version of it and do a video and the whole nine yards. So look out for that. Look out for that. <laughs> uh, coming up next hour, California Police Union director. <laughs> I can't we can't even make this. Can't make this up. This up. A California <laughs> Police Union director is arrested on charges of trafficking fentanyl. <laughs> Thank you, Stringer Bell. We got that when we come back right here to the Amanda Seals. We living in the wire. <laughs> the Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Come on. We speak the world all this time. We shine. rocking out with you as I do every day. Uh, shout out to everybody who's checking in with us on the podcast. You know, you can get your daily dose of the show wherever you get your podcast. All you got to do is go to wherever you get your podcast and put in the Amanda Seals show. And if you've been listening to the other podcast I have, that is Small Doses, then thank you for doing that. This week's episode was Side Effects of Therapy. Yeah. Y'all know I talk about therapy all the time. Well, I finally had a therapist on the show. So we are going to talk about that later in the hour. But first up, I want to shout out Jeremiah the Bible holding it down with us all week as well as dj nails nails what do we got up for black urit news oh boy a california police union director was arrested but wait till we tell you why plus amanda's gonna tell us what she got into this weekend while she was at new Orleans. you hear me yes sir and we got small doses so we're going to get into all of that. Make sure to stay connected with us on social media at Seals Said It and give us a call 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals here. Happy Monday. Let's get into some black here news. This story right here, too. <laughs> this story right here is a mess. It's a doozy. An actual mess. <laughs> so the executive director of the San Jose Officers Association was arrested on charges of attempting to illegally traffic fentanyl, leaving the law enforcement community just stunned out there in California. And her name is Joanne Marianne Segovia. She's 64 years old. She reportedly used her personal She's and how old? 64 years old. 64. Listen. <laughs> and she no reportedly age used limit her personal game. and her office computers to uh, order drugs, including fentanyl, between October 2015 and January of this year, according to the Department of Justice. Dog, 61 shipments were mailed to her house from places including India, Hungary, and Hong Kong. Amanda, this lady was moving weight. <laughs> she wasn't, though. Because <laughs> she just started her empire, her criminal empire, and she was so dumb that she did it on her work email. <laughs> I don't understand. Criminality ain't for everybody. You got to uh, know your limits. You 64? Like, sis, you about to check out. You about to get your pension. Like, maybe she was like, my police pension ain't going to be enough. So I got to start supplementing. I got to start <laughs> supplementing. I don't know. Because, honey, I'm trying to figure out how you was about to be out the game. And you said, you know what? Let me get into this prison real quick. Let me go get in this prison real quick. She is bugging. I know folks that won't even, like, email their parents on their work email. <laughs> 
That's what Brother Jazz when she was She said, not me. Not me. She said, I'm about to be a whole criminal enterprise. She was like, Alpo, I love the game. I love the game. <laughs> I mean, she's definitely been watching, you know, Raising Kane, and like she's been like idolizing Mary J. Blige and was like, I can get into the game too. I could do this too. Yes. And honestly, this whole episode today has really felt like cell block tango. <laughs> it's giving we're all going to jail. They had it coming. <laughs> they had it coming. I mean, we got Trump going to jail, going to jail, yes. right? We got this lady, Joanne Marion Segovia, going to jail. All of Fox News should go to jail. At this point. Soldier Boy, the clock Damn is ticking. The clock is ticking. <laughs> so that kind of temper is how you end up under the jail. I'm trying to just really get to the bottom of this. Now, here's the question to y'all. What you think they're going to do? Because she an old white lady. What you think they're going to do? I mean, it's honestly giving Orange is New Black, where I thought like they're going to give her, like, you know, medium security. She could be in a corner. You know, she should be like, yeah, I made a mistake. I'm, I'm serving my time, you know. She's going to start a greenhouse. The greenhouse. The greenhouse. Speaking of the, in the greenhouse, or is she going to be the head chef in the kitchen? The Segovia, we need you in the kitchen. No... Segovia, we need you in the kitchen. <laughs> the police officers union said they didn't know this. They didn't know that she was doing this. Lies. She was in the union for 20 years. I don't know. I, for one, think people need to know their role. And uh, when I went to New Orleans this weekend, I played the role of speaker at a really dope conference. (laughs) You see that segue? Y'all love it. Y'all love it. And I got to just really experience, um, I got to check out some stuff in the city that I hadn't got to check out before. So we're going to talk about all of that when we get back right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seals here. Y'all, I went to New Orleans at the uh, tail end of last week. Y'all saw I recorded from New Orleans and I was really excited to be there because I was speaking at the Surge Conference. Have y'all ever heard of the Surge Conference? Never heard. What is it? Well, uh, Jeremiah, you actually were a teacher. The Surge Conference is for black and brown teachers and principals. Mm. And basically it's an organization that creates a safe space for black and brown teachers and principals to come and to rejuvenate, to revitalize with idea sharing, with empowerment, like courses and um, seminars, and also to get support for their own ideas around creating change at their schools, because that's the reality for them. They're like, listen, we're not trying to create leaders. We're just trying to empower leaders because they're like, we feel like all the teachers here already have it in them. They just need to either pull it out or get some support behind it so that it can pop out. That's and dope. so I got to go there and and talk about, you know, my thoughts on things, but it was really fascinating. Fascinating is not the word. It was really dope because I talk about education all the time. And these are the people that are in the trenches. Like these mm-hmm. are the people that are on the floor. And they actually asked me like, Amanda, you're so authentic. You know, you always speak the truth. Like what is your advice to our teachers and our principals about like speaking the truth? And I was like, I mean, I don't think I'm the person to give that advice because there's no consequence. I don't share. I don't have the same consequences as y'all. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why I speak so much because I don't have the same consequences as y'all. If I say what I'm saying, I'm not going to get fired right. by the school board. You know what I'm they saying? They would have fired you by now, Amanda, in the classroom. Long time. Mrs. Seals told us that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They were trying to fire me in the classroom when I was in the classroom as a student. So I think there was something very real in that exchange because a lot of the teachers said, you know, thank you for saying that because people come and tell us how to be all the time. And I'm like, no, I am. When I, when I meet teachers, I literally say thank you for your service because <laughs> it's beyond just the work that they're doing to shape young minds, but it's the work that they're doing to survive a system that is continuously encroaching upon their capabilities to do so, even though they have been certified, they have gone to school, they have made the effort. And so many people aren't making that effort. Right. So that's the other part. A lot of people are doing all this talking, but you ain't trying to get in the classroom. At all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was dope. I also want to shout out Baldwin and Company Bookstore. Shout out to DJ Johnson and the folks over there. They had me come and do a book signing. Um, and so you can get a autographed copy of my book, Small Doses, at Baldwin and Company Bookstore. And you can order it. If you don't live in New Orleans, you can order it from Baldwin and Company Bookstore. It's always better to order books from independent bookstores than from like big, big real- retailers, particularly black bookstores. And they're a black owned bookstore in New Orleans that just does a lot of work around literacy, bringing literacy to the kids, to the community in general. Because listen, it's not just the kids that can't read now. Kids that can't read grow up to be 
adults that adults came, that came with you. There it is. <laughs> there <laughs> it is. And uh, they're going to like vote and make decisions about other things. Keep talking. You can't tell me Lauren Boebert can read. And even if they can read the words, they can't comprehend at a high enough level to synthesize it and do critical thinking around making new decisions and better decisions, right? So shout out to uh, Baldwin Company for the work they're doing. Also, lastly, I got to hang out with my very old friend, homeboy, Nesby Phipps. And he took me, I was like, you know, I'm hungry. Where are we going to go? He's like, man, I'm going to take the third war, third war, bitch. Hey. So don't, don't climb me for my New Orleans segment. But I went to the third war. Y'all like the third war? What's the third war? Shh, that's a magnolia. Magnolia. Oh, my God. Yes. So I went to the third war. I had me a concoction, y'all. It was like a fried chicken thigh on macaroni and cheese plus green onions. And then there was like a cream type of sauce, <laughs> type of etouffee type of thing. Like when you look at it on paper, you're like, I don't know how that's going to work out. Because the way it sounded, I'm like, uh. It makes you think your stomach is going to be like, <laughs> rack, rack city, rack, rack, rack city. <laughs> <laughs> Being free on the beat. Wow. Yeah, but it wasn't. Actually, Oof. it actually was very tasty and it did not cut through me. Um, and on the way out, <laughs> we passed me. by the park where they shot back the thing up. So taking over the 99s and the 2000s. So shout out to New Orleans for always showing me all the love and shout out to the Surge Institute. And for all you teachers and principals that are listening, just look into the all you black and brown teachers and principals, look into the Surge Institute and how you can become a part because I think it really is a incredible organization that is necessary now more than ever. Now, coming up next, uh, I'm going to play a clip from the latest episode of Small Doses, my podcast. We got side effects therapy. Yeah. So we're going to get into it because I know y'all got a lot of questions and uh, this might be one of them. So coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. We up, we up, we up here on the Amanda Seal Show is Nails and Jeremiah like the Bible from our The People Versus segment. He's actually on the show this whole week with us. And Miss Amanda Seal's right there. Listen, we're about to talk about Amanda's other podcast. It's called Small Doses. In case you didn't know, all right, this week, your podcast was called Side Effects of Therapy. And what did you exactly speak on about therapy this time around, Amanda? Well, y'all know that I am obsessed with therapy as a necessity in people's lives, at least in some form or fashion. And we had therapist Dr. Raquel Martin, Ph.D. on the show. People have been asking me and demanding me have her on the show like you better get her on the show. And so listen, I listen to the people. So we had her on the show. We had a really illuminating and informative conversation around therapy, around the difference between having a black therapist for some people, around the difference between a therapist, a psychologist, a psychiatrist. A social worker, you know, like all of these different positions, people don't necessarily know the nuances of them. And so it was really illuminating and said people, the biggest thing is that people said they learned so much about therapy as a treatment and where it can fit into their lives and why it's valuable. But we also talked about like when you're looking for a therapist, what could be factors that would make sense to you in terms of how you determine who's going to work for you. And this is something she said that I thought was dope. Some, there was this whole thing about like, if the, if your clinician voted for Trump, would you want to know? And people were like, that doesn't make them a bad person. I said, you know what? Let's say that someone deciding to vote for Trump doesn't make them racist or sexist or all that. But it did make them identify that being racist and sexist and egregious and a colonizer wasn't a deal breaker for them. And that's enough for me because it has to be a deal breaker for you. Listen, that's it. Period. <laughs> Nailed it. I don't know why that wouldn't be a deal breaker for somebody. A deal breaker? It's weird because I feel like it says so much about you, like the fact that you voted for Donald Trump as your president. So I want to know like why, like, okay, did you vote for him because like economics, whatever. Either way, I still think you're a terrible person for that reason. Facts, facts, facts. Versus if you were like, well, I voted for him because he really won the elections, like this whole conspiracy thing. Not that you're crazy. And I'm like, actually, you shouldn't be my therapist because you just have no neurons and your brain is filled with maple syrup and motor oil. So, you know, it really just depends. Either way, I'm not working with you though. My, listen, my neighbor she uh, had a woman that had worked with her, a cleaning woman that had worked with her for like years, like through her two kids and everything. And they just had like a real dope relationship that was very shorthand, et cetera. And then the pandemic happened and she wouldn't get vaccinated. And she was like, oh, like what what reason do you have for 
you know, wanting to be oppositional to vaccination. And she could have said, you know, because it's just too new. I don't like that I'm being forced. You know, it could have been a health issue. But no, she said, I don't want to get vaccinated because Barack Obama eats babies and drinks their blood. And it was like, oh, escalates very quickly. See, now it's not about us having a difference of like (laughs) opinion it's us having a difference of reality. Well, you're and actually yeah. just unwell now. I'm like, should yeah, I? Yeah, like you, you being in my home with my kids now is a liability. I'm I can't, I can't, I can't. So I agree. Your therapist, I want to know your value system because also so much of therapy is you being able to follow the lead of someone who is leading you to you. So, okay. Therapy is really someone guiding you to guide yourself. That's what therapy ultimately is. It is not them imposing their value system on you. It is not them imposing like what they think is right or wrong on you. I will say that some might be listening and say, well, if that's the case, then why does it matter whether they believe in Trump or not? Because it's still humans. It's not chat GPT. So she talks a lot about that in the episode. Not that it was really necessary. And I think a lot of people will really benefit, particularly y'all who may be on the fence about therapy. I think you should really check it out. So make sure you go to listen to Small Doses, Side Effects of Therapy. It is available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. And Jeremiah, when do we premiere new episodes? We premiere new episodes on Wednesday, where we hear podcasts, and on Thursday on YouTube at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. And don't you be in the chat, Amanda, sometimes? I do be in the chat! Every time. Every time. All right. Okay? <laughs> so we love to hear from you. We love to hear you in the chat. We love to hear your phone calls too. And we're going to hear them when we get back right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yo, we about to go to these phone lines. It's the Amanda Seal Show at Jeremiah Like the Bible at DJ Nails with a Z at Amanda Seals. 855-262-6328. That's the phone number to always call us. And follow us at Seals Set It on all social media platforms. Okay, at Seals Set It. Let's go over to the phone lines. Uh, you hear it all. From time to time, you know, men that the wives should submit to their husband. And this caller actually wants to share his thoughts on one of our topics in the chat room topics. Just wanted to add a thought. Listening to the radio show talking about the lady that was on, the, I guess, the other show talking about women being submissive. I do this. I agree with your point of view to a point. I disagree with her point. But the truth of it is, and it's a very misunderstood fact. The idea of a woman being submissive has nothing to do with the man. The idea is that it creates an order in a house where both submit to a greater power. In order to keep that house organized and structured, each person has a role, but essentially they answer to the greater power through each other, which ideally is kind of what makes love work, obviously giving kids instructions and education and so on and so forth. But we've twisted it in our society to be like women need to be slaves for men. That's nothing as to what it means. Thank you. <laughs> you should see Amanda's face as you're talking. Here we go with this religion. Because yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, it's just, it's just, why is it so hard? It's best idea wins. That's it. Best idea wins. That's true. <laughs> to me, maybe that's what he means by the higher power. I don't know if he meant God or if he meant like the best idea. You know, if it's like I'm hungry for shrimp and the other one's like, I'm hungry for salmon. It's like, well, we don't have shrimp, but we have two salmon steaks. So I guess that's the best idea, you know, versus if it's submissive, then it's like, well, I want shrimp. So you better go out and get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just I think at the end of the day, two people, no matter their gender, can just be respectful. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's valid. Mm-hmm. That's true. So many of us need thoughts formulated for us from outside sources, whether that is from religion, whether that is from, you know, like these self-help books, whether scholars, that, scholar, whether, whether mm. that's from a cult, Oh, mm. you know, now how the cults get into it? <laughs> because that's how people end up in cults. They're like, I'm lost on this path. I need someone to lead because it's too respons- It's too much for me to be responsible for and myself. And now you're on an island. Mm-hmm. And they're giving you Kool-Aid to drink. Don't it's, drink well, it. Guyana's Ooh. on an island. But yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You're not at home. I know that. You know that's your house. You're in Waco, Texas, you know? Listen. Ooh. <laughs> but all of that comes from people just not wanting to just adult. <laughs> that's what it is they just don't want to adult so here they are well let me tell y'all something I'm not submissionary but 
I am courteous, considerate, respectful. And I think everyone in any kind of relationship should do all of those things, whether you are packing or not. Okay. All right. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We Specialist. We got one more hour right here on the air. We got Jeremiah like the Bible joining us all day. We got DJ Nails, of course, and we have got more show for you on the way. We got some black urine news to get into. It's about to be puff up pass, and I am not talking about with a basketball. Tell me what's going on in the NBA. <laughs> it might be happening in the locker room because the NBA said that they're no longer going to test for marijuana. Plus, we're going to talk about Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese. You know, the NCAA tournament ended yesterday for the women's teams. And, of course, there was some controversy. We're going to talk about it. So stick around for that. We also, of course, got the... And more. So don't go anywhere. And remember, you can join us on social media. Follow us at Seals Said It. And give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. All right, listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. This is the Amanda Seal Show. We are here with more laughs and facts. We got Jeremiah like the Bible. We got Mr. DJ Nails. Nails, what are we getting into for Black Hero News? Well, I thought this was an April Fool's joke because Saturday they announced that the NBA players, they'll no longer be tested for marijuana as part of their new seven-year collective bargaining agreement. They removed the green gal, as I call it, <laughs> from their anti-drug testing program. This is a W for a lot of NBA players who used to get, <laughs> who used to get dinged. Somewhere Allen Iverson is like, God damn it. <laughs> For real. <laughs> he feeling he feeling like folks did when they said they was gonna cancel people's student loans. Oh, oh so now they're gonna do it. You know, no. Nah. <laughs> I think this is really uh, a big deal because I think this also is a move, a big move in the direction of a federal uh change to the criminalization of marijuana. Mm. Um, because I mean, listen, the NBA, that's a big corporation. That's a big part of the gross national product. And so for them to do this, and also we always see that we saw just the other day that John Morant had to do all this apologizing because he's supposed to be a role model and he had a gun, right? Mm -hmm. So here we are in a nation that is so obsessed with guns that they on a regular basis say, we don't need to do anything about gun laws because it doesn't matter that these kids are getting killed with guns. It matters that people have mental health issues, whatever. That is insane. We've already talked about that. We'll continue to. But I think the fact that they're now saying these people that we consider role models that make all this money that you see on your televisions all the time be smoking and we're not going to chair. We're not going to care if they are. I think that has deeper implications than simply just y'all can puff, puff, pass. And we're not going to suspend you from passing. But I wonder if like each team is going to have like regulation about like. Like at the time since you last smoked before a game, because I'm like I don't smoke, but I'm like I feel like that would be not good for your physical, you know, performance on the court, I don't right? Know. No, it's, it's some people who have actually, uh, some players who have actually admitted that they played basketball while high and they've had amazing games too, triple doubles, some some double doubles. So I don't I don't know. I mean, if the league is not going to test, well, I will admit I'm bad at two things in life: basketball and man. So when it comes to this, I might I might be wrong. I, might, I don't think I'm the authority <laughs> to know how good we affect your basketball skills. Well, I think there's an anxiety factor for a lot of folks, right? And weed as a medicinal aspect can okay. ease that. Now, some of the weed y'all be smoking though is not medicinal. <laughs> it is Neptunial. Okay, it is from out of here that intergalactic bud y'all are on a whole other psychedelic trip but i feel like you know if you a smoker you know what works for you and what doesn't work for you and i mm -hmm. guess they've identified that smoking weed doesn't enhance but you got to be honest about that too though don't be like oh i know i can smoke i know i can smoke then you're out there like missing threes well that's what he said <laughs> apparently the commissioner said that the league will be reaching out to players who show signs of problematic dependency not those who are using marijuana casually 
Well, speaking of the basketball, yesterday, uh, sorry, this weekend, the NCAA finals took place. The women had an upset in Iowa taking the L. And we are going to talk about the the fallout that ends up happening that wasn't even about the game, but that mm-hmm. happened with Angel Reese of LSU and her getting hit on Twitter for taunting Caitlin Clark from Iowa. By the way, who had also been taunting people before. But what's the difference here? One's a black girl. One's a white girl. We're going to get into it next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's good, y'all? It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. We got Jeremiah like the Bible here. We got DJ Nails here. Shout out to everybody who's been very vested in the March madness of it all. We saw the culmination happen uh, this weekend. The ladies, it went down. Nails, catch us up. Yeah, congratulations to the Lady Tigers of LSU. They ended up winning the March Madness, the tournament. They won the Natty. But here's the big story right here, right? So Angel Reese from LSU, she's getting hit on Twitter right now for taunting somebody who's been showing out the entire March Madness tournament, Caitlin Clark from Iowa. She, I mean, this girl's been showing out the entire tournament, even in the, having those games where she's shooting lights out. She even hit him with the Tony Yayo, John Cena, you can't see me. That's the moment where it went viral, and that was synonymous with dominating this whole tournament. Caitlin ended up getting dominated herself by Angel Reese in the LSU Lady Tigers. And Angel Reese, being a chick from Baltimore who on that court, she ended up doing the same taunt to Caitlin. But social media jumped down Angel Reese's throat. Common denominator? What is it? You want to announce it, Amanda? Well, the common denominator is that they both did the same thing. But the uncommon denominator is that one of them was a white woman. And the other one was a black woman. And y'all love to assign different levels of uh, selective outrage for when black women do the same thing as white women. So all of a sudden it became when Angel Reese did it, how, oh, she was being disrespectful. She was being a sore winner. She was being classless. But I mean, y'all just the other day, Caitlin Clark did it. And it was like, oh, she crazy. She wild. And she she a competitor. She cool. And I think we're not surprised about this, but I think it's always important to make sure that we call it out when we see it. Um, Angel had some things to say in the post show and uh, she doesn't care about what y'all think. I don't take disrespect lightly. And she disrespected Alexis and my girls, South Carolina, they still my SEC girls too. But y'all not going to disrespect them either. So I had, I, mean, I wanted to pick her pocket, but I, I had a moment at the end of the game and that was just, I was in my bag. I was in my moment. Yeah. I didn't know what the disrespect element of this was per se because she was like I didn't like how she disrespected but I guess at the end of the day she's saying like she did the you can't see me to this squad that I rock with and now I had to give her the you can't see me because they can't see our squad and I, honestly, I'm not sure how she can see because her lashes are so thick <laughs> and I'd be like, how can you see on the court? I mean, honestly, I feel like athletes in general are like very competitive. They're, they don't like, they, they bet, they uh, brag and bow. That's what they do. On, I, when I don't see that, I'm like shocked. Like to see athletes throw around their way, taunt each other. I feel like that's almost part of the game. And like Angel talked about how like she like grew up playing like street ball in Baltimore. So if you play in street ball, it's like yes. everything's on the court. Yep. Your mama, your daddy, your auntie. <laughs> so a little hand gesture. I'm like, okay, this is like elementary, like playground stuff. We see it. And I'm going to read this quote because he's from Grenada. Um, Etan Thomas, a former NBA player said it was cute when Caitlin Clark did it. Y'all didn't have any issues with it at all. So don't be all outraged and talking about class and sportsmanship when Angel Reese does the same thing. And that's that on that. All right. Give me your thoughts. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Do you have a legitimate reason why it was different when Angel Reese said you can't see me with a hand than when Caitlyn did it? Hit me up. 1-855-262-6328. That's a wrap for Black Girl News. Coming up next, we got the... Keep it right here. The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right now. Another show down. I hope everybody enjoys the rest of your Monday. I'm Amanda Seals signing off for you. Thanks for listening to the show today. We covered a whole lot. Trump is expected to appear in court tomorrow following his indictment. We talked about Soldier Boy acting a fool, can't even apologize properly. And we also hit up Erica Badu uh, explaining the term woke, among other things. If you missed any part of the show, check out the latest Amanda Seal Show podcast episode wherever you get your podcast. And don't forget that you can check out my podcast, Small Doses 
Also available wherever you get your podcast. This week's episode, Side Effects of Therapy. So if you're curious about therapy or interested in, you know, learning more about therapy or if you are in therapy now, any way you cut it, it's a great episode to get more information about therapy and just the process. So make sure you check that out. It's uh, featuring Dr. Raquel Martin, PhD. What else do we got coming up tomorrow, DJ Nails? On Tuesday's show, we'll have all your Blackberry news. Plus, we'll talk about a bill that will give parents state funds to pay for private schools. Plus, the big up letdown and Jeremiah like the Bible hangs out with us all this week. All that and more on Tuesday's show. All right, now make sure to check us out tomorrow. You know what it is. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Check you on Tuesday. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up.